Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to my Good Nanny Radio. MGN Radio. The best show on Blog Talk Radio for family information and entertainment. Thanks for tuning in. Hello and welcome to MGN Radio Podcast. My name is Tassi and today is Tuesday, January 10th. 2017. And I want to say hello and welcome to our show. And for those of you who might not have heard of MGM Radio, we are the number one show on Blog Talk Radio for family information and parenting and news entertainment. Um, I'm so excited and I wanted to start this show by first of all saying Happy New Year again. But if you are like me, I'm a Clemson, proud Clemson alumni. I went to Clemson for grad school, and I was glued to the TV for the college football playoff national championship. And Clemson, go Tigers! Clemson won 35 to beating out or dethroning Alabama to 31. So Clemson at 35, Alabama 31. I mean, shout out to Deshaun Watson, okay? The quarterback just did a phenomenal job. I mean, the game was so good to the last minute. Dabble Sweeney, who's the coach, you know, um, it was just a wonderful thing to watch, you know. So I just want to say go Tigers. And, you know, one of the things that I was so impressed about was after the game, you know, it was nail-biting to the end, and then – Deshaun Watson and Davos Sweeney both said, you know, thank God. You know, they continuously mentioned God and thank God. And that's why, you know, the Clemson Tigers, I called it. If you're my friend on Facebook, go to my Facebook page. I said Clemson would win this championship. I said expect the unexpected. So happy about that, all right? Now, for those of y'all who missed the last podcast, Boss Up, we got so many reviews that that podcast was great. People shared it. People were inspired. So, again, you can follow MGN Radio Podcast on iTunes, on Block Talk Radio. Boss Up was the first podcast that I did of the year, and it's really, really inspirational and motivational. So you can go and listen to that. Now, I'm so excited about today's show because, as many of you know, Dare to Aspire Conference. 2017 is going to be in the ATL live in April 28th and 29th. And our very own, one of our very own speakers, Shalon Willis, is here today. And she's going to be chatting about makeup and everything beauty. She's a celebrity makeup artist. And you know I have to give her her fabulous MGN um, introduction But before I do that, I do have to pay some bills, and then I'm going to come right back to talk to Shalon and get into all the wonderful stuff that she's doing and just talk about makeup, you know, and beauty. And so stay right tuned. We'll be right back with our special guest in less than two minutes. Hi, this is Sharon with PeakPotentialPros.com. I have a serious question to ask you, and it demands a serious answer. Did you know that you can be healed telepathically? 
What if I told you that there are energy healing techniques which could instantly heal you of pain, disease, phobias, addictions, stress and anxiety? Join our Facebook group, Ask John Fletcher, the Holistic Healer. For more information, visit peakpotentialpros.com. Peakpotentialpros.com, helping you reach your peak potential and beyond. Hair Yum is the fastest growing vegan hair care product on the market. Hair Yum can transform your hair with one wash. Cleanse with no harsh chemicals, sulfates, or detergents. The Hair Yum collection is available now at HairYum.com. Take the challenge. Go vegan. Get Hair Yum at HairYum.com. That's H-A-I-R-Y-U-M.com. Your hair will thank you for it. Lipo7.com injections are compounded in the USA using only the highest quality materials. All of their nutritional compounds have been carefully formulated by doctors and an experienced compounding pharmacist and then tested for efficacy and safety. Go to their website now to order Lipo B12, HCG, and other weight loss injections. Lipo7.com, L-I-P-O, the number 7.com, Lipo7.com. All right, we are back live with MGM Podcast. Thank you so much. I'm your host, Tassi, on this beautiful Tuesday, January 10th. Um, I want to introduce our guest and give her her introduction. Um, Shalon Willis is an accomplished beauty industry professional specializing in makeup artistry. Her intense eye for detail and innate ability to enhance the natural beauty of her clients is a reflection of her creativity and precision. Shalon gifted Lamac Beauty her natural talent while serving as regional director and makeup artist six years ago. Continuing to nourish her passion while educating others, Shalon has served as an industry specialist, adding value to various cosmetology and aesthetic programs for schools throughout Atlanta and surrounding areas. Her contribution helped prepare aspiring learners as they geared up for the beauty industry. She's worked with many published magazines and and global print ad campaigns. Her most recent work has been seen on Bravo TV's reality show, Married to Medicine, as Lisa Nicole Cloud's principal makeup artist for this season. Shalon's passion for encouraging women to love their natural beauty and how to enhance it drives her daily. She's going to be a speaker at Dare to Aspire 2017 in Atlanta, and we're so excited to have Shalon Willis. Let me connect her, and that should be it. Okay, hi, Shalon. Can you hear me? Hey, Tassie. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I'm really, really excited. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to see everyone in 2017. We made it, girl. We made it. <laughs> yes, we made it. <laughs> okay, so I gave you, like, the the introduction, but kind of, like, tell us how and why you decided to become a makeup artist. Um. I, you know what? It was never uh, anything that I actually pursued. I think that uh, working at the time, I was working in Nordstrom, and not intentionally, I uh, was working. I was working in the men's department. However, a lot of my clients um, would ask me, you know, my wife comes in here and she always likes the way you're put together, and you know, and she wants to know, you know, can you help her out? 
So I would just do different things, like, you know, maybe go upstairs in other departments to kind of help them put together a wardrobe. You know, um, I know a lot of us are working moms, and we tend to forget ourselves sometimes, and a lot of times that's what happens. So uh, it started from clothing, and then it got into makeup. They were just asking me how I did my makeup. They liked the way my makeup was. So um, it started from there. I've always had a passion for makeup. Like, I just love makeup personally myself. and um. And I have a background in art, so I can draw. So the pen and pencil was my first tool, and the paper was my first canvas. <laughs> and and as I got older, just appreciating beauty and women, and uh, how we carry ourselves, and just being a lady, I was I was always fascinated with that. And and you wow. always think that. I- I don't have that story to say, you know, I went out wanting to be a makeup artist. I feel like makeup artistry, yeah. you know, found me. <laughs> <laughs> I love I loved that because if you've not seen her picture, ladies and gents, I mean, you are gorgeous. That's, uh, every every time Thank we post you. your picture, Thank somebody you. says, oh, my gosh, she's so gorgeous. And that's like, oh, so you kind of like were working in Nordstrom's, but you do have a background in art. And then yes, it kind yes. of fell in your lap. But but how did you? I mean, how, when you, like your first client, like what was that like? Like how did you get your first client? I'm, and you know what did you do? I would say um, uh, I worked with. I stepped out on faith and just said, you know what? Let me try this makeup artistry thing. Let me just see because people keep approaching me about it. So. Um, I my brother-in-law at the time, he was telling me he was working in film, and he's actually one who actually kind of put me out there. I have to give it to Tim Willis. He did. And he was like, you know, I'm doing this commercial. And, and L'Oreal, he was doing something. He was sending a submission to L'Oreal, and that was my first, like, on-set gig that I, I did. And then after that, I just kind of uh, – went out and tried to research. I literally did everything from ground level. I researched everything that I wanted to, you know, what industry, what doors to go to, who I need to speak with, uh, the the path I need to go. So I kind of um, just researched everything. I went from ground level and just did everything, just just hit the floor running on what I need to be wow. to do to be a makeup artist. Wow, I like that. Yes, I like that. Yes, and yes. now you're fit. Now, when you landed, because you've been doing this now for how many? How many years have you? Would you say you've been like a makeup artist? I would say seven, seven, eight years okay, now. Seven yes, years. Seven wow. Years. So and and, yeah. and a lot has. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. You were saying something. Oh no, I was listening to you. <laughs> No, I was just going to say, in seven years, so much has changed. But as you were becoming, you know, your makeup artist and your first celebrity client, okay, a lot mm-hmm. of people, especially at the conference, they're always like, how do I get a celebrity client? Can you share how you got your first celebrity gig or celebrity client? How was, what was that like? You know what, I think that is, um, I, I believe that most people that's what they aim for. I wasn't aiming yeah. to work with celebrities. I appreciate and I'm grateful for um, my past experiences and experiences that I do go through, you know, with celebrities. However, that wasn't my driving force. My driving force was um, uh, working with Lamine Beauty really opened my eyes up to women, like the everyday woman. 
So even though it's cool, you know, I love the, you know, love celebrity makeup artists. However, I guess I don't put it out there as much because I feel that everyone who does sit in my chair or who I am around or in that presence, I treat them as such, as a queen, as a celebrity. So I make sure all my clients feel the same exact way, the same way I'm silly and I'm goofy and, and I get serious and I tell you about not, you know, sleeping in your makeup. I do the same thing with celebrities. So, <laughs> so um, it, it, it has, um, and, and like I said, I'm not knocking anyone. That's what you want to do. That's perfectly fine. Um, working with Lamique opened up a lot of doors. Uh, for me as well, uh, working with Kathy Hughes from TV One, uh, Housewives, um, working with just different people of, you know, that are in front of cameras and do have a platform. Yes, it's it's, it's a beautiful thing. It is. It's great. And um, But, yeah, I don't think that is what my driving force is. However, if that is your route, you would have to, do some research because it's not like you just walk up to anybody and just say, hey, uh, Mariah Carey, I want to be your makeup artist, you know. You have to place yourself in certain, you know, um, networking, um, reaching out to publicists, having that presence on social media is so very important. Like you cannot be, you know, don't post your twerking videos on your business page. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> it's a business. It's a business, exactly. and you have to it's represent that person. So you have to be mindful on how you represent yourself um, outside of your personal life. You know. Of course, of course. Now, yes. in terms of the industry, okay, because you've been mm-hmm. in, and for those who might not know, before we get into this, what is Lamic? You know, where you started. Lamic. What is what is Lamic that? Beauty? Lamic. Uh, what is that, that I call her my niece. I mean, that's my niece. Uh, Lamic Beauty is an amazing um, uh, product brand uh, cosmetics that I worked for for many years that uh, opened up in Atlanta, and I helped uh, open this market here. She's based out of Houston, though, so she's been in the industry 10 years. The company has over a little over 10 years, actually, now. And uh, But it's an all-natural cosmetic line, so uh, the product's all natural. Her packaging is recyclable. Uh, and she is where, where I started just really put my feet into the makeup game. That's who really got me into the makeup game. So that was mm, an awesome, very awesome, beautiful journey right there. So we still work together, you know, so I'm not away from, you know, Lamique. We still there. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but I yes, like it. I like it. Yes, her humble beginnings in Atlanta to uh, making it into Macy's, uh, that was a, a huge thing. So um, after Macy's, uh, that um, contract was over, and then that's when my freelance business took off. Ah, okay, okay. Now, yes. what, let me ask you something. What challenge, because it looks glamorous, you're doing makeup for marriage to medicine and Bravo and all this, mm-hmm. but what challenges do you face as a makeup artist in today's, you know, in, this, in today's day and age? Um, I, I think, I'm not going to say it's a challenge, because everything that we go through is, is, a learn, is learning. You learn from it. Um, I do think sometimes you can be challenged from um, maybe, and, and I'm not classically tra- trained, 
However, when I did go out and research makeup, I looked outside of Atlanta. I didn't just research makeup artists or the industries that's in the United States. I follow and and research makeup artists in Australia, um, Japan, just different other cultures and skins and um, uh, just different women, just different facets of women. And um, I think that sometimes a lot of people, they don't do research. I think it's just only... I think it's just only just what they see just on social media or just on YouTube. Like, it's a little bit more than that, like um, understanding different skin tones and um, and different uh, challenges that people go through, like, for skin, um, oily skin. Uh, a lot of people have more sensitivity to certain products nowadays. Um, understanding a woman's facial features, a lot of times a lot of makeup artists don't understand that. So I think just not really being uh, challenging yourself and, and educating yourself because even though I was a, uh, an educator, I also taught myself, and I also learned from other makeup artists. So you can never say that you learn everything. I still learn to this day. I'm always intrigued to meet another makeup artist, be it a novice, someone who just started, and again, can't teach me something that I may not know about. And then to those like the Pat McGrath, she's a British makeup artist that I love, and, and I was so intrigued with her because she's a black woman, and she had full lips and dark skin, and she's taking over CoverGirl and Max Factor, you know. Um, wow. So I think a lot wow. of research, yeah, a lot of girls don't even know who really were trailblazers um, trailbla- before social media even got here, like other makeup artists that really did it before us, you know. And um, so I, I'm not going to say it's a challenge. I just think that there could be a little bit more education, though, a little bit more education, and yes. we can kind of humble ourselves a little better. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Now, in Atlanta, where there's so many, and we will talk about this, there's so many um, people who do makeup, right, whether professionally okay. or personally. How do you think or describe the industry, you know, when you first started seven years ago, and now, and how it's impacted your bottom line or your business specifically, or if it has, with the whole do-it-yourself makeup artist? Mm-hmm. You know what? Honestly, I I never look at it so much as it's affecting my business in the negative. Um, I think it's exciting that women are really embracing makeup because even, honestly, when I first started, I heard a lot of different uh, misconceptions of makeup. I've heard from older women, older women older than me would say, well, I always thought makeup was to make you look like somebody else. Or like uh, we discussed before about uh, women, darker women couldn't wear certain colors. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then also, too, you know, you hear like the homemakers and women that have kids, and I just don't have time to do this. I just don't have time to do this. Like, no, like, there's nothing wrong with you, like, just getting up and just, I always say, make it seem like that you tried this morning, you know? <laughs> I'm not saying you have to do a full contour and, you know, and lashes 
out the yin yang. But however, when you walk out in this world and we're amongst each other, and you know, when you're doing going grocery shopping or you going, you know, to Target or whatever. Um, I mean, be intentional in that presence. You never know who you talk to. And not to say it has to be with business. It can be for anyone. Like, even if you're going to your child's school and, I mean, it could be another parent there that, you know, probably never wanted to approach you about your kids getting together for a play date, but now that you look like you did try to today, <laughs> I might let her go to her house now, you know. <laughs> and then also for the business <laughs> You, I mean, you have, you know, I mean, it is what it is. And then also to the business women, you know, there's so many um, intelligent and powerful women that they get caught up in business that they don't take the time for themselves. So it's amazing that so many women approach me about, you know, um, tips and or if it's, it is their first time, and they do book me for services. And they're like, you know what? I never wear makeup. And after they're like texting me all day, like Shalana, what did you say? What did you say I had to buy now again? <laughs> or if I see them wow. again, they're like, girl, you changed my life just because I love lashes. Now I never liked them, but now I have a better understanding. So that's where the education part comes from because it impacts women so much. Just being able to take something away, even though makeup is temporary, but you're giving them so much more when you're educating them, you know, and that's how you keep clients and so, also. And, yeah, and so do you think that from when you started to now, there's a lot more education available so that people who maybe are interested in becoming makeup artists can take advantage of that? I think there is. Um, it, there is and there's not. I think in the South, especially Atlanta, um, I've worked with some major product brands, and Atlanta has become this tricky market now. And, it, I mean, it's for different reasons. I mean, everyone has their opinion on it. Um, but there is education. I do think there needs to be more makeup schools in Atlanta, I do think, because there's so many people that really are passionate that would love to even try, but I do think that we do need a more great school because, I mean, we have Gwyneth Mosley, and we do have other um, schools that do um, have the program, but they don't really focus directly all on makeup. And I know it's one per studio. So there are a couple. There's a couple. Um, I just still hear that a lot of students or aspiring makeup artists still feel like you know, that little uh, void in the industry here in Atlanta, especially for education. For education, for education. Yeah, now, for education. I'm going to switch gears a little Okay, go ahead. I'm going to switch gears a little bit um, because I know a lot of our moms, and like you said, women, I'm guilty. You know, you're running to the supermarket. You're running to your kid's school to, to meet with the teachers or whatever. I want to get into makeup tips, okay? Mm-hmm. Um now, for you, your face, like I said, is gorgeous, Shalon. But for <laughs> everyday mom, like, what can you say? Let's, I want to make, I want to keep it very simple so anybody could understand yeah. this. So, what do you think? Let's talk about makeup application, something very simple. You're, you're running to your grocery store or you're going to the salon to get mm-hmm. your hair done. You wash your face, right? And then, mm-hmm. what, what would you suggest we do? Like, what's the steps? Moisturize? Like, could you walk us through that? Yes, of course. Um, so moisturize, well, cleanse your face first. So a great facial wash, always a must. 
uh, moisturize right after a must. Uh, I would say the CC creams and BB creams are great because it is, um, it's kind of like having a moisturizer and you're adding color to it. So it's not as heavy as the regular foundations that you may use for um, more coverage, but this gives you more of an even look where it's not so much product and it's a little more um, clean face. So that's great. I always say if you, oh, lashes, of course, you're not going to do lashes every day, um, but a great mascara, always a great mascara. Okay. Um, your brows, you can have a quick pencil just to fill in the little areas where you don't have hair there or it doesn't grow there or you might have a scar there, uh, a great pencil or powder, whichever one that you're comfortable using. I like pencils if you have um, not as much hair. Um, there, or you can use a powder if you do have a lot of hair and just kind of want to groom them a little. So you can just brush the powder on and then take the little, um, it's a foolie or dry mascara wand and just brush it through the hair. Um, and also a lip. Mm. I mean, it, it doesn't have to be a red lip, of course, because you're not, you know, going to a gala. However, um, it doesn't have to be Carmex either. Like, there's great. Uh, lip balms that have color in it. So color always makes everything better to me. So even if you do something like a real cute new lip or maybe a little coral, and if you don't want to do color, you can do always just a quick blush, a quick coral or a peachy blush because that helps wake the skin up, and that's it. You don't have to go through the whole I'm going to highlight and contour real quick. No. So to me, those hmm. are quick stuff. Tips that you can do. Yes, I like that. I like that. So a mm-hmm. lip, a lip. Now, in terms of colors, because you mentioned nude, and a lot of people like nudes are in. What colors are, or would you say, are in this year or this season that you've seen that are really popping? Um, for this winter, I, I I fell in love with magentas and plums. I love a red. I love a red. However. I even have to step out my comfort zone sometimes, and I fell in love with the magentas and, and plums and dark currants and pretty, even browns, because I know, I know I'm going to get, you know, slack for this one, but I used to always have, uh, like, this joke with some of my clients, uh, my, my African-American clients, and I would say, and they would pull out, this, like, this clear gloss. And I'm like, now, why would you pull out something that's the same color of your skin? However... <laughs> However, if you find one that has a great complement and a great contrast to your skin tone, I think that's great. So beautiful browns, uh, like I said, like current, like the dark burgundy. Now, what about the nudes? What about the nudes? I like nudes. I actually appreciated some nudes. I I appreciated some nudes this year. I have. Um, But, yeah, nudes is a great color. It it really is. It really is. And I think – from our skin tones that a lot of people say they can't find it, one way of using a yes. nude, if you feel like it's maybe too bland or it's not really um, coming across like you want, you can always use um, a great lip pencil color. So you can do from like a chestnut, like a brown, or you could do um, even a pretty burgundy or even a wine color would be really pretty with a new to kind of change it up a little. So it kind of gives you, make you more comfortable with wearing the color. Yes, 
Yes, yeah. I like it. Now, sleep mm-hmm. in makeup or no, or don't ever sleep in makeup. What what's your what's your take on that? Can you sleep in makeup or are you like never ever sleep in makeup? Tasi, I almost broke out in hives when you just said that. But <laughs> <laughs> no, you cannot on a, under any circumstance sleep in makeup. I do know it, it does become a little challenging. Um, I have had to take a couple naps with makeup on. <laughs> I've had yep, to. Yep. I, I do not suggest that I honestly don't. Like, it, you need to make sure that you are fully clean face when you're going to bed at night and you prep your skin the same way you do when you get up in the morning to um, go out in this world. You do the same thing. You clean your face, moisturize. You have to use this eye cream or different serums that are great. But, yes, always, always, if you can, do not sleep in makeup. Don't even make it a practice. Do not make it a practice. You know, if you take the time to take a shower, take the time to clean your face. Yeah. So yep. That's yep. how I feel about this. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Wow. We are live with Shalon Willis, celebrity makeup artist, just chatting about makeup and beauty. Now, um, another question I have is about foundation, concealer, okay. and contouring. Could you talk Ooh. to high level, like what each is and how we, what order do we do the contour and the concealer? Because I know I've been. Um, intrigued by by all that and how they should be applied. Um, let's see. Let's start off with foundations. Um, foundation okay. can be used and applied different ways. I have um, recently, I would say this year, I really use more NARS products. Um, if you notice, a lot of the NARS reps, their skins are more like uh, that fresh skin look, and they have foundation on. Um, However, they actually, and it's only to your preference, I know I used to be a stickler on people putting on makeup with their hands, okay? Yes. But mm-hmm. you can use your fingertips with a lot of the NARS products, and you can with some other products too as well. Um, I just always recommend that you cleanse your hands very good before and after <laughs> applying. Um, but uh, NARS, they're known for using their fingers to apply foundation because the foundation, it helps warm up. Your fingers warm up the foundation, so it's able to be applied um, a little more seamless when you're applying it to your face. Um, Foundation is something that gives you that extra coverage when you do have those different flaws that you want to conceal or you want to even out your skin tone. That's what your foundation is for. After you prep your skin, like I said, with the skincare, then you can apply your foundation. Now, sometimes when you apply some foundations, it may not have as much coverage as you would like or love. That's when you go in with your concealer, either with your finger, your ring finger, because it, it applies less pressure under your eyes. Because I know a lot of us, you know, we have long hours and deal with so much stress and, and just being grown, period, is a lot. So, if you do have a little more darkness than you, of course, want to be shown when you're applying, wearing makeup, use your ring finger or you can use a concealer brush. So they have brushes that are for each reason. Or you can even use a, a beauty blender, which is something I love also that gives you a very natural and um, 
light when you're applying it. So your your foundation, your concealer, and then afterwards you can start filling in your brows maybe with a pencil, like I said before, and powder or yeah. powder. Um, and then afterwards, as you start seeing it, your face comes to life, okay? So it's like you're, mm-hmm. I've always said, tell, your face tells a story. So as you're applying everything, just being understanding, okay, well, I do need a little bit more concealer. So you do that. After you do the um, concealer also, you make sure you set it. You set it with something called a translucent powder. It has no color to it. It helps um, set your makeup, especially your concealer, to last longer. So it gives you a little bit more longevity to your product throughout the day. Okay? Mm. Um, and, oh, yeah. great tip. Great. So you, you always need a translucent powder. So you always yes. need a translucent yes. powder. Yes. Ah, yes. okay. It gives okay. you a little And is it supposed to match more. your skin tone or no? No. Is it supposed to uh-huh. match your skin no. tone? Ah, okay. Either it's okay. going to be translucent, so it'll be a white powder, okay, mm-hmm. and you use very little of it. So you can either use the mm-hmm. be- the beauty blender I was talking about earlier, or you can use, I always like to use like a um a brush that I would use for like my eyeshadows because you don't want to put so much product everywhere. So you can use your eyeshadow brush. Mm-hmm. Like I will buy two of those just to have one for my eyeshadow and one for my translucent powder. Now, shall I... What what um, brand of translucent powder do you recommend, if or do you recommend any? Um, I do like Laura Mercier. I do like um, the Ben Nye is fine, especially I think that's really good for um, photography and television, um, and it's good for long wearing also. Um, and there's also a brand called Sasha. That's a great brand. You would have to order that online as well. Um, but most products nowadays have a translucent powder. So if you look up translucent powder and just kind of go and get a feel of it and and have, a, you know, a professional to show you how to apply it correctly, um, a translucent powder is a great staple to have for your beauty regimen, you know, especially when you're having those real, you know, I'm real cute tonight look, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, exactly. <laughs> now, contouring. Now, contouring. What, what's contouring? Just high level. Contouring. What's contouring? Um, contouring um, has always been used to give you that perfect face. You know, the perfect face, it, they say it's supposed to be oval, right? So, you know, we all have different face shapes. So we might have a round face shape. We might have a square. So it helps. Contouring helps bring these different features to life, right? So it kind of gives you that even that even plane. So, okay, like you have a, a, a square jawline, right? So it if you yep. apply a little contour powder in the right um, place on your jawline, it, give, it rounds your face out. Or if you, you know, you ate a little bit too much during Christmas like I did, I'm using contouring a little <laughs> bit more for 2017. <laughs> so I would use that <laughs> if I feel like I do have that double chin, you know, and, yeah. you know, especially yeah. taking pictures and stuff, so you want to make sure you have that so-called perfect face. Um, it's also great if you have a wider nose. You can use it on the size of your nose to slim your nose. Um, also, like, if you have you have your hairline goes back a little further, or you they might say you have a five head, 
or a protruding forehead, it's great to give you more symmetrical look on your forehead. And right um, right below your cheeks, from your hairline to right right below your cheeks, you can add a little contour powder just to give you, they would say, that snatch face to make your face look slimmer. Mm, love it. So love that's it. mainly wow. what we are. Um, yeah. <clears throat> We are learning. I love this. I tell people get a pen and paper because I've I've learned. I've learned by listening to you, Shalon. That is great. Awesome. We have about five awesome. more minutes, so I I wanna I wanna get into just a couple more questions really quickly. What okay. skills do you think are important for a successful career in this beauty industry? What one or two skills do you you know are just key? Um, I will say leaving your ego at the door. That's mm, one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, mm. I would always say supporting others. I'm very big on that. Yeah. Being consistent and always learning more. Always learn more. The time change. That's friends change. So it's nothing wrong with learning something else that keeps you fresh. And in the now, because one thing I you don't want to be these are good. Is <laughs> so don't yes. why I believe. Yeah, I do believe. Always, always stay true to yourself. I love it. Stay true to you and be consistent. And be consistent. Yes. Correct. I love this. Now, Shalon, how do you, your mom, your, you know, how do you balance motherhood and business? I mean, what tips do you have? How do you make it all work? Yeah, well, you know, um, kids are very demanding. So, I mean, I, for one, I had to pray over this thing, girl, when I started into this. And uh, my youngest, <laughs> uh, she's the one who's really been in this journey with me uh, by my side. So um, after I have to get off my knees and pray about it every day, um, every situation, I have been truly blessed to be able to take her with me. So it has, it has, it is a, a business that she can't go with me. So sometimes Caitlin has been with me to uh, set with me um, to with clients that are kid friendly, of course. Um, and I think it was also important for her to understand what I do. And I'm not just out here just, you know, hanging with my friends and we just playing the makeup, you know, like it's really a business. So, um, yeah. and she also has an artist background, which I'm really excited to, to watch her flourish in that. So, and just for her to understand that, you know, I do, I have had it where I must say I've had one client where I almost had a heart attack because I was going to miss her recital. And I try to plan yeah. my schedule around, of course, those important things like, you know, of course, the doctor's appointments and, you know, school meetings and her school um, activities and, and things like that. And I try to make sure that I do spend time with her because it does. I mean, majority of my time is on the weekend and I'm gone. Of course, that's the weekend where everyone kind of can relax and chill out. So I try to make sure if I know I'm going to have a long day in the evening, like let's go have breakfast or I cook breakfast, you know, Things like that. So it's every day. It keeps you on your toes now. It does keep you on your toes. But however it works, it's it's a it's a crazy little ride, but it works though. And and I think it also it, it's as you go. So being aware of what works 
and what doesn't work, especially when you have kids, you know? Yes, yes. And I can't let you go, Shalom, without asking you about makeup brands. Um, if you have, like, your top three, we all hear about MAC, MAC Makeup, uh-huh. but there's so much uh-huh. more. I mean, there's so many more brands than MAC. It really is. A lot of people it really that, is. Yeah, so you're the export, and I know people will be listening, you know, to the show and taking notes. Could you give us some other brand for women of color, you know, that you think yes. would be great? Even if we don't use it now, we can go Google it and, and learn more about it. Okay, okay. So you have, you have to, I have to put Lamique Beauty out there. Lamique Beauty, <laughs> L-A-M-I-K, in Houston, Texas, Google them. Great brand. Great for African Americans. Great for everyone across the board. She has colors from the lightest to the darkest skin tones. Uh, I know a lot of women say we have uh, problem areas in oily skin, sensitivity. That's a great line for it. Um, she's, uh, I love the brow powder. That's one of my staples that I have in my makeup kit. So that's a great brand. Um, also, there's a brand called Black Up that is in Sephora. That's a great brand also as well for women of color. Um, Let's see. I would say even do not even um, toot your nose up at Black Opal because Black Opal is everything in life, okay, <laughs> especially the foundation mm-hmm. sticks, ladies. You know, they have great foundation yeah. sticks if applied correctly. You know, uh, that's a great brand. I even like, uh, I would say Betha. That's in Sephora as well. That's a great brand. I love that. I love NARS. NARS has great colors too as well. Taking the time out to seeking a, a professional and and talking to them about what your needs are. Not going into uh, if you do go to a store, you do seek out professionals as myself, and you want to have a consultation. Asking those questions that are for you. Like, don't go in and saying, "I want my face to look like Beyonce or Angela Bassett." You know, let's bring out the best of you. That's what you go into it as, mm-hmm. okay? And and mm-hmm. and don't be afraid. Like we, that's what we're here for. We're here to help you. We're the professionals. So, you know, anything if you have sensitivity, all kinds of skin problems, let people know what's going on so we can properly put together um, a consultation kit or or, or uh, different. Um, suggestions that will be great for you because, of course, we don't want you to go to a line that, you know, God forbid that you have a an allergic, allergic reaction to, you know. Um, exactly. Flora Roberts, that's exactly. a great brand, too. I've used some of her shadows and her lipsticks, you know, going back. I think now we're going back to those brands that we, that back in the day, I know we started out because we just didn't know how to use them properly. So a lot of these brands are great for women of color. Um, I put my name behind all of them. <laughs> and um, and I know Anastasia is another one that I'm seeing. It is. A lot That's of, a great oh, one. Yeah. That's a great one. Yeah. yeah. I like the yeah. um, yeah. great shadows. She has great shadows. They pull off great pigments. Uh, she's known for, um, she got, and I started playing with her uh, foundation sticks. I do like those. Uh, you have to be careful with hers if you have oily skin. It's good for combination and dry skin. Mm, 
But yeah, mm-hmm. so okay. um, those brands. I and love, I heard Becca I was 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 black owned, but I'm not sure. But I heard Becca was black owned. But I'm, I do I, know I, now I that, that part. I don't know about her. However, I, what I like about her is that she is uh, that brand is great for us brown girls. They're really good yes. for us brown girls yeah. from the Indian yeah. Yeah. to yeah yeah to Hispanic. Um, Latinos, black, like really and, yes, yeah. exactly, exactly, yes. exactly. So yes. that's a great brand yes. as well. Yeah. That's a great brand. Wow, wow, Shalon, time is flying. We only have one minute left. I could, we can talk all day about makeup and beauty. That's why I'm so excited to be at the conference. I'm so excited to be at the conference. I'm so excited, Tasty, for the conference too. So I make make sure yes. we get our tickets, ladies. Don't wait till last minute either. Yes. Because exactly, I've been to her exactly. shows for the last two years, and they have been amazing. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you, Shalai. We're really so happy is. to have you. Now, tell our listeners how they can reach, get a hold of you and connect with you, um, and, you know, if they want to use your services. I'm a simple girl. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, at Beauty Architect, Facebook, Shalai Willis, Beauty Architect. Um, and just reach out. I'm always available. Nothing is too crazy sounding. Nothing is too little. Um, ask me any questions. Uh, if you need make makeup services, I am there. Uh, I look forward to speaking with each and every one of you for the conference. I look forward to enhancing beauty for 2017 and beyond. <laughs> yes, I love that. I love that. Oh, wow. Well, thank you, Shalon. This has been so great. Thank you. Uh, thank, thank you for you. all your tips. You're so welcome. And I You're definitely so have to get a beauty blender. I definitely have to get a beauty blender. That seems you like do. a must-have you do. product. It is. Yeah. Yes. We might have to take a good shopping trip, girl, one day, because I love to go beauty shopping. Yes. So let me know. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, thank you again, Shalon. You're thank you. Well, no, thank you. Oh, wow. Time has flown. My producer is like, go, go, go. But this is great, y'all. You can listen to the show, forward it to your friends. Shalon Willis is an expert at what she does, celebrity makeup artist. She's going to be at the conference. Um, I loved all her tips, and we're going to hear so much more live when we meet her at the conference. Um, So, again, thank you all for joining, and we'll be back next week with another show. Have a great day. Bye.